All right, Sunday night, 7 o'clock, time for the Sports Phone here on KZYX. Jerry, that's me. I'm hanging out in Portland in my office. Jim is hanging out in the studio back on the air this week. Jim, welcome. It's good to talk to you as always. I'm raring to go. It, yeah, you know, it's it, it's funny. We, we had very similar, I think, experiences today because we were talking before the show where you said, I almost texted you like I you're on your own. I'm a little tired today, and uh, I had that same feeling about halfway through the day today. Where it's like oh, I'm a little out of it, a little out of it today. But uh, we got through it. We got through it, and we're we're ready to go. I, I I'm really ready to go. I was, there's yeah. only one one more. There's there's only one thing that could have made my day better, and we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, we might get to that as we as we get rolling here. Uh, everything else good? All all good on the home front. Yeah, we went from, uh, <clears throat> well, I like to talk about in my garden. In my garden, it was 83 a couple days ago, and it was 55 today. That is a radical difference in two and a half days. Yeah, it's, it, it's funny. <laughs> there was uh, the local sports radio guys up here in Portland. They were talking about the weather a little bit yesterday. No, it would have been Friday. And it was funny. They were like, I don't care if it gets up to 90 degrees, but it can't go from 30 to 90. It has to be a gradual progression where we go from 30 to 50 to 65 to say like it's just it can't be an overnight thing. And I kind of agreed with that. Where it's like I'm I'm OK with it getting a little hot, but you got to ease us into it a little bit. You listen you can't, to you can't you just listen go to, from cold to hot. You listen to sports radio regularly up there. Uh, I listen. So I'm not in my car all that much. Uh. But when I am in my car, uh, because I'm usually in my car later in the day, I do enjoy listening to the to the to the afternoon evening sports radio up here. They're they're really good. So they're, I mean, you know, we have a pretty you know, as you said, open forum, un, unprepared, mm-hmm. unstructured. You can bring up anything you want on the sports phone, which I'm sure you're going to tell everyone in a minute. But. Um, the stuff you listen to is 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 highly produced, isn't it? They they screen calls and well, there's no calls. Oh, uh, really? That's just not a thing. Um, so call in radio, call in sports radio is not a big thing anymore. Not not in the way I think it used to be. Uh, there's no call in. There might be like once a week. Yeah, but there's a text line that you can you can text, huh. uh, like a fan text line. Um, but yeah, it, it's very highly produced. It's you know it's very segmented. And are no, these it's, very it's, are these very local? Like, like is there a talk radio just for the Portland Trailblazers, or or is it just so it it focuses on Northwest sports uh, because it's the ESPN. <clears throat> just like when I was living in Arizona, the the sports radio down there, which is an ESPN affiliate station, just like it is up here. Uh, huh. They focused on Arizona sports, just like they kind of. But the the interesting thing up here is because there's not a lot of Northwest sports. They actually branch out a lot more because there aren't as many local teams to talk about as there are in like a, a market like Phoenix or, or Arizona. Huh. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, but uh, yeah. So as Jim mentioned, though, the sports phone, we do things a little bit differently. So the sports phone, if you are new to the show, this is an open forum sports talk <clears throat> show. Jim and I are fans of sports. We talk a lot about it in our day to day lives. We've participated in a lot of sports uh, throughout our, our lives as well. In, in various ways. And so we like to spend this one hour a week opening up the KZYX phone lines 
and other communication methods to talk sports, uh, whatever you want to talk about, as long as it is sports related in some form. It can be local, high schools, it can be college, rec league stuff, international, national sports, professional sports, uh, any news stories, questions, comments, controversies, topics, anything you want to talk about. Jim and I are here to listen and lend our opinions, if so desired. Uh, number to call to do that is 707-895-2448. You can give us a call if you've got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports. You can also shoot an email to dj at kzyx.org. Uh, just make sure you put sports phone in the subject so Jim sees it and knows to open it. And we will get those on the air as we can as well. Again, that is dj at kzyx.org. Are we ready for a quiz question, Jim? Ready for quiz. You sound right. un- you sounded unprepared. You sounded I was unprepared, unprepared today. I was unprepared for this quiz question. Um because sometimes like the, here's the here's the the good and the bad of of we love to do lists, right? We like, hey, here's a list of, you know, name the the five things or the yep. five people that did this or the five teams that did that, like those kind of questions. We like doing those. The challenge with those is you have to find the lists, and I don't always do a good job with that. Uh, sometimes they're a little harder to find. So it's a non-list question today, but it's topical. That's one thing I'm trying to do with questions, Jim, nowadays. I'm it's very to current, isn't somewhat it? topical. Yeah. I think this is as current and topical as you can get, uh, and it's a three-part question. So uh, today, uh, Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors – in Game 7 against the Sacramento Kings, he broke the Game 7 scoring record uh, in, in in playoff history, scoring 50 points today against the Sacramento Kings. For a little bit of context, if you're not a huge basketball fan, in the playoffs, 4 out of 7 in terms of the series. So two teams are going to play each other, first team to 4 wins. If, the game, if it gets to 3-3, you play a final Game 7. And there's a tracked scoring record for that in the playoffs because game sevens are, are somewhat rare and they're usually really exciting. So Steph Curry broke the uh, game seven scoring record today, scoring 50 points against the Sacramento Kings. Three part question. I would like to know who previously held that record. What team did he hold the record for and what was the previous record? So three three part question, basically uh, all the information about the record before Steph Curry broke. Hmm. Interesting. I would yeah, not. I, I, I would not have known the answer to that question before today. Oh yeah, it's it's one of those things that I don't think comes up uh, comes up all that much. You know, because the game sevens are not to say they're rare, but they are they are few and far between them. Great, uh, great, great as... text from, from a uh, regular listener, Vince. We you you were you talking about the sports phone. And and we were talking about the the you know I asked you how how were the phone calls for all the Portland um, sports phone or uh, sports talk shows and and you said there's no calls and we got a call from Vince I got a text from him that says that sounds boring no calls <laughs> it's fair it's just different you know it's super or it's like super segmented very organized very professional for lack of a better word. Uh, 707-895-2448. That's the number to call. A couple other little quick things. Uh, no hang on, Jerry. We got hang on, Jerry. We got a okay. call. Yep. Go for it. You're on the air. Hey, this is Dan from Philo, and my guest is Michael Jordan, Chicago Bulls, 49 points. Okay, I got to I, I got to know before we even answer that. 
is that is that just like a no brainer? If anything, would you said anything with Michael Jordan? <clears throat> no, I, uh, I I'm just a child of uh, the '90s, yeah. and I grew up watching him play in the Chicago suburbs. So sure, sure. I think wow. there was a couple of Game Sevens. <clears throat> and if anyone's going to be, you know, have that record, it's either going to be like him or Kareem or maybe Larry Bird. Sure, but you know, sure. hometown uh, loyalty. I think. Yep, I think the logic is sound. Uh, he is number 12 all time on the list. So he is the 12th most. It is so, uh, at, at how many was, most. how many was Jordan's 12th year when he, for 12, just, I was, I was about to get to that 42. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 42, 42 points against the Knicks in 1992. So he is 12th on the list. Wow. All right. Yeah. I, I, I remember watching that game in my cousin's basement. I see. Exactly. Yep. Yep. For sure. <laughs> and, and that I think also sure. goes to show like the, the difference between first and 12th is only eight points. Like this is a very tight list in terms of the point totals. You said 12th and I was quite downtrodden and I was like, wow, is my bias that much? But look, you know, 42. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's still, it's still very impressive. But yeah. Jordan is 12th with 42 points. It hurts me just to hear Jordan in 12th place for anything. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm talking about. All right, we got another call. Maybe maybe this person's got it. Thanks for the call. You're on the air. Hi. I just wanted to answer your uh, trivia question. Yeah, go for it. Sound confident. Kevin Durant, 48 points against the Milwaukee Bucks in 2021. That's as as perfect an answer as we're going to get. And he got the bell. You hear the bell, Jerry? Because you, you I never hear the bell. You never hear the bell. Okay, that's as perfect an answer as we're going to get, caller. You got it. Uh-huh. All right. Thank you very much. See ya. Thank you. No, Jim. It's funny looking at this list. So yeah, Kevin Durant is the answer. It's funny looking at this list of again, like how tight it is. Because if you go down to even, let's see, where was I? Like, if you go down to, I think oh, we sorry, should keep I, this I, going. Let's ask for number two. Well, I mean, number two is Kevin Durant. Oh, okay. Let's 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 ask for number three. Let's ask for the top. Yeah, yeah, we could do it. But what I was what I was going with that was like the the number twenty is Giannis, and he scored forty. So it's oh, like wow. you, it's a very it's a very like tight group in terms of there's a lot of there's not a big gap in the in the point differences. Um, but we could go to the next one if you want. I don't know. Let's go how. with top. Let's go with top five. You want to top five? Top five. Steph Curry's counting, number are we one. Counting ties. Uh, sure. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to put this together a little bit. Then. Steph Curry's number one at 50 points. Kevin Durant's yep. number two at 46. We know Giannis is number something at 40. He's 20. Yep. So, <clears throat> um, give me a logical number for the next next few. How how many should we ask for? Well, again, like. My, my question is, are, are we counting ties? Because if we're counting ties, then for the top five, then we're not getting very far. Like, there's a lot of them here. Huh. Yeah, because it's there, there's a lot of players that have done. I think we just we just move on. OK. All right. Yeah. There's just, well, why, don't you, why, don't you read, a, why don't you read the others? It, it gets to be a weird Ooh. list because of like you get to number five, which the number is 46, but like the number of players that or sorry, the number of points that were scored. But there were one, two, three, four. There were there were five people that did. It. 
Okay. Enough. Yeah. So it, get, it just gets a little a little cramped at that point. But uh, yeah, I thought it was a good was activity. Good quiz question. 707-895-2448. We're looking for anything you want to talk about in the world of sports. Um, love to hear somebody that was at one of those games when game sevens when Scumlin scored scored forty five points. Um, we're also at DJ at kzyx dot org. Put sports phone in the in the uh, subject line if you have a uh, if you have a comment. We'll 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 take your email. How about this stage here? Yeah, go for it. April this 20, day, uh, that's not the right day. I have to refresh the page. Go ahead. Today is the thirtieth of April, twenty twenty-three, and um, this is the oldest one I've ever said. That's why I picked it. In seventeen twenty-two, on April thirtieth, and and I, I'm not even sure the context of this. Billiards was mentioned in the New England Current. I assume the New England Current was a magazine in 1722, or uh, it was a. What is the New England Current? It was an. It was one of the first American newspapers. Oh, it's a newspaper. Yeah. Okay. Billiards was mentioned. I don't even know what that means. They mentioned billiards in 1722. Maybe that's the first time it was ever mentioned. And and first, I don't know. In 1887, I love to hear from a billiard player. In 1887. The New York Highlanders, I didn't know that the Yankees were originally the New York Highlanders. Do you know that, Jer? Uh, I feel like I feel like I did, but I could oh. also be making that up. I, but I feel New like York I Highlanders, that. now the Yankees, they played their first game at Hilltop Park in Manhattan. They lost yep. to the Washington Senator, Senators. Yep. Um, 1939, this one's pretty cool. Lou Gehrig. Played in his 2,130th game in a row, consecutive game. <clears throat> and I, I, I was going to say, like, how about load management for that? 2,000 <laughs> yeah. games. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Yeah, hi. Um, I thought Durant got, had, was at 45, but anyway, um, on the whole uh, Warriors thing, it's interesting that and when you looked at the brackets this year, you know, any at competitor, athlete, you know, right, goes, up, really, I have to play Rafael Nadal in the first round, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, right, these brackets, they can turn out any way. And I thought it was really great that this year, as far as the Warriors' point of view, is that, you know, they, they weren't going to have to play the, well, unless until the semifinals for the West, but... You know, they didn't have to play the Clippers, you know, and they're going to ha only have to play one of either the Suns or Denver. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you hope that one of those teams get beat up a little bit. Don't think. And I, and I thought the East brackets ended up well, too, because you want, I mean, don't you want like Philly playing Boston, right? Right. Yeah. Just to see the two big guys go against each other rather than, you know, those guys miss each other in the playoffs. Do you do you realize, caller, that that you just completely bypassed my team, the Lakers? You're talking about who the Warriors are going to play in the finals, the Nuggets or the Suns, and we got to play the you got to play the Lakers first, right? But I'll tell you what I'm I believe all the Warriors and Kerr would be glad to have this bracket 
Then the other bracket, again, with the Clippers and the Nuggets and the Phoenix Suns. Yep. That's I think where I agree happy with you, Colin. Where, where I agree with you, caller, I, I would just say where I agree with you is anytime I hear an athlete or a coach get in front of like a press conference or the media and, and they say something like, oh, we don't worry about the bracket. We're going to play whoever we're going to play or we don't look at our record or, or anything like that. My answer is always that is a bold faced lie. You are you are absolutely looking at your at the bracket and saying, thank goodness we don't have to play that team. I don't buy for a second that they don't have those thoughts. I'm 100% with you on that. Yeah. You, you, yeah. But, but, you're, but we agree that, you know, as, as the, an athlete, as the athlete, you know, on the microphone, that you, you, still, you can't say that stuff. Oh, sure, but, 100%. They have to answer that the way they do. Yeah, but so I'll make one more comment then because you're a Laker fan, or at least one of you is. I am. Uh, <laughs> but so I can't stand so I'm one of the anti LeBron people and I stopped watching NBA for a few years when he started cause, because to me he's an excellent rugby player <laughs> and I didn't like the NBA going towards rugby right it's the bigger guy and you just bump into him you push him push him push him to make the basket and and so I don't like that part. And and then I did like it when Curry came in because right it was more finesse and it wasn't rugby. It wasn't just can you you know muscle the guy like a like an offensive guard or tackle muscle the guy all the way down to the basket. You know that's stupid. I don't like it. And it's still funky with the calls. They should get it straight. You know because for a long time they let people like. LeBron or Michael Jordan, you know, leave the, you know, ground at the free throw line and then knock down three guys and, and you know, that's okay. So, so you didn't I like... think they need to call more charging on that kind of thing. So it's not the NBA rugby. So you, um, you weren't a fan of Shaq at all then? Uh, not really. I mean, because, like, it's, again, just the advantage, whereas Curry, you have more finesse and talent and agility you know he did the he did the yeah push him down knock him down and of course you have the advantage i mean the next uh agile eight eight foot tall guy is just gonna i probably won't respect him much because he's gonna stand there and just dunk every second <laughs> yeah there's one of those coming up i've been told thanks for the call oh, yeah. sir thanks <laughs> there's a seven six like point guard coming in jerry how do you say oh, his name? Ne- next year, Victor Victor Wembanyama. When, yeah. when, I, I I always have to look at it to pronounce it right. Uh, have you seen? Have you when, s- Wembenyama. Have you seen highlights? Yeah, I don't buy him. I don't buy it. So you think he's going to be like all these other like? Um, I, no, I think he, okay. Sorry, let me let me be clear before everyone overreacts if they're basketball fans out there. What I, I don't think he's going to be a bust. I don't think he's not talented. I think he's an ankle roll away from being the next tall, skinny, athletic guy that never reaches his potential in the NBA. There's, there's been a lot of those. So g- give me another name. Sean Brady. Sean, Br- Sean Bradley. Bradley. Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, I mean, there's so many. Chet Holmgren. These, uh, these are a ball, name that, ball handling, good shooting. Yep. They, they don't work. They're not bodies that are built to last a long time in the NBA. And this, and and they're predicting the the, the pe- he, a lot of people predict this guy's different, but you've heard that before, I'm sure. I, P, 
people say he's different as a from a skill set standpoint. Right. Right. But his body's the same. That's yeah. my point. Is that like his he's six seven whatever, and he and a and a slight breeze will could knock him over. He is skinny at seven seven. Absolutely. Well, he's not seven seven. He's seven two. Thought he was seven seven. No, he's seven two. He's not. He's not seven seven. Oh jeez. Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't. I I just don't necessarily buy it. I, I would put Kevin Durant on that list. He's injured all the time. He's a little. But, you know, he's had a much better career than some of the other ones, but he's he gets injured all the time. Uh, 1939, we're talking about Lou Gehrig. You know, I'm back to uh, April 30th. <clears throat> he did two, two, one, 2,130 games in a row. Yep. <clears throat> I was just going to mention, I want to talk about load management sometime and uh, yep. how it's changed, well, especially basketball. I don't know how, I think it's changed baseball too, but... but yep. <clears throat> um, that, record, that record has since been broken by about 500 games. Is that Carl Ripken or somebody? Uh, Cal Ripken Jr. Cal Ripken. I said Carl Ripken. Cal yeah. Ripken Jr. He, um, <clears throat> he's he's played more than, than that games in a row. Hello, caller, you're on the air. I, I'd say load, load management's changed a little bit with baseball. If you look at the DH being in both leagues now. <clears throat> you're, you're comparing the DH to sitting out your superstars so they can rest? Well, I mean, if you're a, because there's been guys that were just basically DHs in the American League, right? They couldn't play in the National League because a National League team wouldn't put them in the field, even if their bat was good enough. But they go to the American League. So if that guy, Edgar Martinez, great example, basically played his whole career as a DH. If he DHs in 2,180 games in a row, does that break Cal Ripken's record? Or what? Yeah, I'm not sure what it is. I can't remember. 2,156 maybe or something? I don't know. But does that count? Is that the same thing as getting in the field and batting every game? Yeah, I think – I don't see why it wouldn't because, it as, I mean, that's just the playing. nature of the – that's just the nature of the sport, right? Like, to play baseball, you hit and you play in the field. It's I, – I, I don't know. It's right. like but if th- you're that's not, baseball. But if you're, not, if, you're, if you're not playing in the field – that's half the game. So load management, yeah. That's what they're doing these days, Jim, is a lot of upcoming catchers, especially, who are, are playing every day, will, will catch three or four games in a row, and then they'll DH a game or two to save their body from getting in the squat nine it, innings a game every single game. It counts. It, you know? it, it does count. I mean, all you have to do is you can pinch run, and that counts as playing in a game. So I, I don't know I don't know what Cal Ripken or, or Lou Gehrig did if they you didn't have to play all nine innings to to uh, no I think you had to start at least I, mean, I don't know I believe yeah I don't know so so this this goes on another topic with the, with the baseball thing with all the rule changes they've made I don't know if we talked on this yet or not but uh, you know the the pitch clock you know if the pitcher doesn't pitch in this amount of time the batter gets a ball. If the batter isn't ready to hit at this amount of time, he gets a strike. If a pitcher gets his 5,000 strikeout in his career because of that, like, there's all these little, dude, that's like a, you know, breaks a record. Let's say a guy breaks a record. How does that become part of the record book when it's not even a batter taking a swing? It's a, it's it's an error by not getting in the box in time. It's just like it, it's just like a call strike three. Oh, it's terrible though. <laughs> you gotta you gotta earn these things. 
I, I don't really have a response because the equivalent I was going to try to make was like, isn't that the same as complaining if like a basketball player broke a scoring record on a free throw, but he's still scoring a point. It's not a hypothetical well, point. I well, guess. Okay. What, if, he, if he gets fouled going into the free throw for sure, but if it's like a technical free throw, that would be kind of a bummer. Somebody gets a technical, he gets to shoot it because you choose who shoots the technical. That's it's still kind of a, a point, weird though. way to like, get, you're, I, you're backing into it. Yeah. But it's, you're still putting the ball through the basket as opposed to this baseball scenario you presented where it's like a hypothetical strikeout that never actually happened like the, 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 in terms of the, the pitch being thrown. Total. Total. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. It's, it's just weird stuff. You know, it's like, uh, I don't know, to, to pivot, a guy running a marathon backwards. <laughs> <laughs> this was – so if we're going to get to this uh, – Probably... Jim, this is one of the rare occasions when you knew more about this than I did. I actually, uh, so I actually... I, you, you're taking the lead on this. Uh, tell me about the guy that ran a, ma- the, a marathon backwards. I, I've, got a, I've got it open right here. Vince brought this one up. He didn't just um, um, run the marathon backwards. He ran it in three hours and 25 minutes, breaking the the. Breaking the old record of three hours and 38 minutes of backward running marathon, 29-year-old guy. Um, I, don't, I don't know the difference between a kilometer and a mile exactly, but he, he's, my guess is he's running six-minute miles for, for 26 miles backwards. Backwards. <clears throat> Unbelievable. And... Um, there was just I, I just really got into it. And I got down here at the end of the article, and the known benefits of reverse this running. Was, this was it, the part that got me. <laughs> that it burns yep. more calories than front running, traditional running, and it improves your posture. The backward activity also reduces imbalances between your anterior front and posterior back muscles, decreasing the impact on your knees. So now you can run backwards for 26 miles. It's going to do less damage to your knees. <laughs> Dr. Robbins, Robert Stevenson, um, <clears throat> it's best to practice reverse running from keeping your shoulders over your feet while holding your arms in close yep. to your body. And obviously, and obviously, it's important to frequently look the other look to see if you're running into somebody. Yeah. <laughs> this is unbelievable. In yeah. and then they have a great video of the guy coming around a corner running backwards. He's flying really too. Yeah. Like it's he's going. He's going. Oh, oh no. Jerry, he, I, I I ran a three fifty eight. <clears throat> you know, like and I'm I was a runner. They blew me away running backwards, man. I would I would have been like, no, God no. He, he would have made me run a three twenty four. I'd have been like, you're not beating me backwards, dude. There's no way. It was. Yeah. Really, one of the coolest things I think I've ever seen uh, in sports. Like I, when I saw that article, I had to send it to you guys because I was like, "Oh man, this is." Yep, I, I was. We were going to bring it up today. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. We're live on the sports phone. You're willing to. You're welcome to call up, talk about anything you want in the world of sports. <clears throat> what do? You, what else you got, Vince? Besides a guy running a marathon backwards. I'm just I'm impressed. We've had two weeks in a row with a, this day in sports, literally this day in sports with a record breaker. Last week it was the Rays. Yeah. This week it's Seth Curry. Kind of cool. Let's see if the sports world in the universe of the sports world can keep it going for us. Kind kind of neat. I don't know. I, that I, was the last I don't one. Have much. 
That was the next one on my list, Vince. After, actually, I had two more. Willie Mays, on this day in 1961, hit his uh, was the ninth person to hit four home runs in a game. <clears throat> Turns out, wow, we don't know what's going on with that because Jerry said there was like four, three hundred people that have done it. It's it's a weird, <clears throat> yeah. I couldn't couldn't make make like make heads or tails. And of then that. in 2023, this day, April 30th, today, um, Steph Curry. Yep. Um, Vince, did you hear that guy yep. that, that that just called and uh, was talking oh, about the, talking about the Warriors, who they were going to play in in the uh, in hey, the you, in, in the? You can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> how, how about this though? How about uh, Jerry? Look this up. Is this the first time ever a five, six, seven, and eight seeds have all advanced to the conference finals? So I I have to figure it out. Uh, but I know it's the first time since 2001 that the that the top two seeds did not make it out of the West and the East. So the, my, the, the my question time, is... The, the last time Denver's, the one... Denver's still in. No, but so it, it's, it, it's, it, it's the first time since 2001 that not both the one and the two... Oh. We're both gotcha. still in, in both conferences. Because Milwaukee lost gotcha. in the West, and then Memphis and, lost and in the East. Or excuse me, Milwaukee, Milwaukee lost in the East, Memphis lost in the West. Is, right, this, right, right. is this phenomenon just beginning? Is this because the best teams held back because of load management? I mean, there's no. so many skeptics. Well, I, I don't think so, Jim. Not in this scenario, because you look at the injuries both Golden State and L.A. went through. They went through stretches without, you know, I mean, Golden State didn't play with Andrew Wiggins for the last 30 games almost. You know, they could have won at least five or six of those with him in there, potentially. Huh. LeBron was out for a while. AD was, I don't think it was as much load management. I do believe that argument will come to fruition down the road because this is very much like UConn being a four seed in the NCAA tournament, but they are playing hot at the right time and everybody's healthy. Right. You go into the playoffs. Anything can happen. It's a whole nother season, and you're playing the same team potentially five, six, seven times to figure out matchups. You know, it, it, I think the, the NBA playoffs will look a lot more like this going forward because I think there's, A, more balance in the league, and, two, load management and getting guys you know, healthy for the last 15, 20 games of the year going into the playoffs is what matters the most. It's definitely- whether, you, whether you like it or not. Load management's not my favorite thing, but... It is a strategy that we have older players it does tend to work out well. And Jerry, does Miami still not have a good offense to get deep in the playoffs? No, I don't. I don't think they do, but they keep proving me wrong. So I don't know what to say. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, that's good. Well, I, I am looking forward to this. This this was a series I wanted to see. I wanted to see Lakers Warriors. For whatever reason, I just feel like this could be a fun seven game battle. I think we're going to see some classic type of individual performances, kind of like we saw today. Um, you know, I mean, if Steph doesn't do that, Golden State is dead, dead in water. I mean, they have guys that are completely disappeared in these plays. It's surprising they were able to win four games and two of them on the road. And they were lucky they were playing an inexperienced team in Sacramento. Yeah, it's 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 going to be fun. It's going to be very stressful. For you. Yeah. For me. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I want to give a, I do want to give a quick shout out here. Um, I read on Facebook today that the Mendocino uh, swim team won its first pennant, um, and I just want to give a little shout out to that that group. Um, I know they've been around for a long time, and they they won they they hung their first banner in the gym. So, congrats to the Mendocino swim team. Mendocino High School swim team, or the or the club team in Fort Bragg. I believe they're considered Mendocino High School sport uh, swim team because they they got a banner. And yeah, you, one banner you can have. Yeah. That, that, that's true. They they use. Um, since we got the pool in Fort Bragg, we've had kids. It's like golf or tennis. You can you can enter one kid in it. <clears throat> yeah. Let me get another call, Vince. Anytime. Hello, you're on the air. Um, I I I found a dog. And I want to report it uh, to see if the station has had anybody call. Go ahead. Lost dog. Give me, uh, is that all you want to give us? You you want to give us your number? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and just call my number, uh, 707-367-1145. 1145? Yeah. A little bit of a description? Well, he's a, he's a, he's a, uh, he's a brown... Pitbull, male. Oh, Pitbull. Area where you found him? Uh, out in Talmadge. Talmadge area. Talmadge, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, hopefully hopefully the dog uh, finds its way home. Thank you for the, the notification. Yeah, he's a, he's a cool one. He's a cool one. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Side note, Jim, my favorite breed, Pitbulls. I'll love repeat you. this. 707-367-1145. Gentleman's name found a brown Pitbull in the Talmadge area. You can call him direct if you find. It's one of the great things about <clears throat> public radio. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, the sports phones are not. I mean, is is great enough that you and I get to just do this every week. But um, someone gets reunited with their dog because of the station. How can you put a value on that? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> So yeah, we did mention we have the Lakers playing the Warriors. That that series starts on um, Tuesday. Tuesday, and now that now that we're announcing a series starting on Tuesday, let's mention that the um, the famous I don't know what number did you pull up the Buntling Classic, Jared? Did you pull it yeah, up on, 30, on the unit? Thirty eighth annual. Thirty eighth annual Buntling Classic. I heard that the family the uh, the family of the Colfax. I read a little history about it. And I believe the family of the Colfaxes, the uh, who now Drew Colfax is famous for doing the um, the COVID report every week with, with Alicia Bales. Um, somebody related to him, um, maybe his father's father. I don't know. Somebody, some Colfaxes started the Buntling Classic, I believe, and this is the thirty eighth running of it. It starts at the elementary school in. Boonville, and I believe it ends there. Um, uh, you got any? Uh... Yep, Sunday, May 7th, starts at 10 a.m. Uh, there'll be ribbons given out to the uh, top three placers. There's going to be 10 different age divisions, which is fantastic. I love that there's got a, a wide variety there, as well as uh, drawing for prizes donated by Anderson Valley Businesses. And, Jim, I think you mentioned this, but all proceeds go towards the Anderson Valley Food Bank. And... Uh, it's being sponsored by the gentleman and the woman that called last week that are um, basically the energy and the administration behind the North 
North Coast Striders, North Northern California Striders. What is it? No, North North Coast. North, North Coast, Coast Striders, NCS, North Coast Striders, and they're putting on the Bootling Classic. Yeah, yeah. So again, uh, May seventh, start uh, twenty twenty, or May seventh. So a week from today, that will start at ten a.m. at the Anderson Valley Elementary School in yeah. Boonville. I always notice when I when I read in the Anderson Valley Advertiser, like the the the, the finishers. <clears throat> they have a lot of categories, a lot of categories, yeah. you know, and um, it's always the, the, the main category, the, the, the main winner um, is usually someone from out of the area. So it is on the circuit of races because sure. some people show up. I don't know if, if races get sanct- sanctioned for a ranking like like certain tennis matches and golf matches add to your national ranking. I don't know if that's the case. Hmm. That's it. Uh, the Bootling Classic coming up this weekend. Yep. Yep. 10 a.m. Uh, any other on this day in sports to get back to, Jim, or are we ready to, to move past that? We're, we're ready to take this show. call. You're on the air. Hi there. It was Grant and Drew Colfax who started that race. Drew started. Colfax is, and his older brother, Grant. So Drew... Also a, Huh, so, what? so it's the, the, the children of yes. David. This... Of David and Mickey. <laughs> David and Mickey brought Grant and Drew here. And Reed and Garth are their two younger sons. Zane is Drew's son. Ah. Along with Max, who does the state in history. Right, right. On KCYX. And it was Zane and his mom who got it going again through his wife. That's exciting. I mean, it's I didn't realize that the Colfax were behind the building traffic right from the beginning. Yeah, well, the Colfaxes are behind a lot of things around here. (laughs) Thanks, thanks for uh, thanks for the details. Appreciate. Got anything else for us? Uh, There's also the famous Colfax homeschooling and the famous boy goes to Harvard when Grant Colfax got accepted at Harvard after having been homeschooled and having started a goat colony that has become uh, world renowned for their genes I'm going to ask you if you've got anything else with sports <laughs> it's related to sports it's related to the booming classic yeah. <laughs> thank okay. you Appreciate it. Appreciate the call. 707 895 2448 or dj at org. Jared, you ask about uh, this day. We're done with it. Well, that's all of them. Done? Great. All right. Not so, bad. Yeah, and- only have 20 minutes left. Yeah, we had a lot of other stuff sprinkled in there, though. It wasn't 100%, you know on this day stuff which has happened before we've definitely had shows where it's, that's taken up the whole the whole hour uh but yeah as jim mentioned 707-895-2448 if you got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports uh jim what do you want to do with the next 20 minutes here we can go all sorts of different directions philosophical news stories anything you want to do mention the um <clears throat> you know you, you got your your fix of professional wrestling in last week <laughs> I did, and I'm glad. I was very happy that we got that conversation in last week. I did get a text saying that Brittany Griner played, went to her first pro practice. Pro, I mean, we're going to be talking about every first everything Brittany Griner does for the next month. I think. 
Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I mean, it's our first practice. It's our first practice since coming back. Right. Right. Like, right. From, no. From yeah. Russia, right. Yeah. Right. All right. Um, sorry about that interruption. Um, so we were talking about professional wrestling. You and Vince talked about it, I think. Yeah, last week. <clears throat> and um, you sent me this article about um, the Cavender twins. Yeah. And they are, sounds like phenomenal athletes. Go, go ahead. Um, what, what are their relationship to professional wrestling? Yeah, so this is a story that I saw, uh, I think I saw, actually, it's a few weeks old at this point, we just hadn't gotten to it, and it felt like it was the right time to transition to it, because we talked about wrestling last week. Uh, So Haley and Hannah Cavender uh, are both basketball players uh, for the women's program at the University of Miami. both of them are good. They, they both played a fair amount. One of them, I don't have the, the stats pulled up anymore. Uh, one of them was their leading scorer. Miami had a good year last year. They were uh, they made it to the Elite Eight in the NCAA tournament on the women's side. Uh, they both announced pretty much at the same time that they were going to be forgoing their last year of, N- of NCAA eligibility to play college basketball uh, and have started training at the WWE, which is Professional Wrestling's Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. Uh, and they started talking about that they love professional wrestling. They've been involved in it, and or not involved, but they've been fans of it for a long time. Uh, and they have started their training at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. And there are a couple things that I thought were really interesting about this, just looking into to these two a little bit. Uh, they were the first college athletes to get an endorsement deal once the NCAA set up their uh, name, image, and likeness rules in 2021. Uh, they were the first ones to sign that deal. Uh, they were the first ones to get that in men's or women's sports. Uh, they, in college, they were the first ones. Uh, and it continues a trend of seeing professional, or not professional, but athletes in other sports find their way into professional wrestling in some in some method and over over time like i think ronda rousey is the most recent one to do it uh to go from ufc to to professional wrestling uh yeah there, there's not a whole lot else other to the story other other than that i just i remember thinking also jim i i saw the story i did a little research about these two they are gonna they're perfect their personalities they're athletic they're they're just they're built to be professional. They're wrestlers. identical it, it, twins, it looks aren't perfect. they? They're right. They're twins. Exactly. I think there's there's identical. nothing about this that's not a good idea. They're gonna it, it's it's one of those things like you're not gonna hear about it for you know three four years potentially as they go through the performance and the training and you know being off television and things like that. But four or five years they're gonna they could show up in professional wrestling under some totally different name, but they're gonna be perfect for it and i just thought it was a really a really cool story following up on the wrestling conversation we had last week well let's see how how quick your google is tonight i want to know how many twins are in either the women's nba the men's nba major league baseball and football how many twins are in any one of those leagues right now I, that's, that's a good question and interesting question. <clears throat> Aren't there some? Are the Lopez brothers or twins? Yeah, they're they're brothers. I don't know if they're necessarily twins, but they they're the same age. 
I, so I think they're. T- I, you I have to be twins if, twins if you're the if you're the same age with you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, but yeah. Brooke and Robin Lopez, uh, they they were drafted. I think the same year. Yeah, they were drafted the same year. Um, these aren't mm. twins, but Giannis, a bunch, like I think two or three of his brothers are in the NBA in some form. I don't. There's been a lot of brothers and and uh, and the fathers that have played, and then the sons have come behind them. Well, you did. I want to know brothers, but I don't want brothers. I want twins. Uh, I think maybe the one of the more famous ones are Rod Rodney and Tiki Barber. Uh, they were NFL players. Tiki Barber played for the uh, the New York Giants, and Rodney Barber, I believe, played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for most of his year. I know that they're twins. Huh. Uh, the the Morris twins. They both went to Kansas. Uh, both played for the Phoenix Suns at one point. Really? In their careers? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hello again, gentlemen. Uh, there are a set of twins playing for the Giants right now. Uh, Taylor and Tyler Rogers, both relief pitchers. One's right-handed, one's left-handed. Hmm. Nice. They're identical twins, and one's right-handed, one's left-handed. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. They they maybe they're really fraternal twins. When they come when they come when they come in the game, like one after another, they they look like they look like twins. <laughs> it's kind of weird. You're like, oh wow, that guy just pitched. <laughs> it's kind of funny. And they're the first ones to be in baseball since 1990 when Jose and Ozzy Canseco both played, uh, I, I believe, uh, I don't think they both played for the A's, but they both played in, uh, in baseball. And they were twins? Okay. Very cool. They were twins as well. Huh. Interesting. You got you found any more, Jerry? Any football twins? Well, I gave the one. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Tiki yeah. and Ronde Barber, yep. Yeah. Yep. That's a good one. Interesting stuff, yeah. and uh, these uh, Cavender twins. I you sent me a picture. They're going to tear up professional women's oh, wrestling. They're, they're, women's they're prof- built for it. Is there any co-ed professional <laughs> wrestling? There, there are mixed tag team matches. Yes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because yeah, the women yeah. are always there. I mean, it's always like a, a a whole thing, right, Jerry? Like, was it was it a men's match, a women's match, and a men's match type of thing? It, when you went? Yeah. So if we're going to go down this, like the women, women's role in professional wrestling has changed significantly over the last, I would say, 15 oh, yeah. to 20 years. Um, yeah. for, for a long time, it was 100 percent eye candy. And that was all that women's professional wrestling was designed for. Uh, but it is in the last 20 years really shifted to being as important to the stories uh, as the men, the women are headlining the big events. It's 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 a yeah. it's a significant part of the show now. Hmm. Let yeah. me get another. Let me get another call, Vince. Give give us a call back at the end if you still got something. I love it. Thanks, guys. You're on the air, Jim. I just wanted to correct you on um, you were talking about the, the twins and whatnot in sports. Yeah, and the, you had two brothers that played football and. Maybe the same age, and how could they be the same age and not be twins? Well, um, you can do the math, and the term that I've heard is Irish twins. Children born within the same year, um, but not being twins. So, wait, just wanted to correct. Just well, to correct there, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let, let's just get this, this get this accurate. There are fraternal twins, and they're identical twins, and they're two different things, and they form different. One is when an egg splits, and the other is when you right, have right, two right, different right. eggs. Right, right. We're really getting 
<laughs> so I'm, I, I'm familiar I, with the biology, but you can also have a, a child that was born on January one, and then another child, maybe a boy, maybe uh, you know whatever, nine months later. Well, that, that I understand. A little more than nine months. That yeah, I understand, you but you still have the nine months in between, is what I, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, but they would they would <clears throat> still be the same age. Oh, I, I see. You know, they're well. That that's debatable. They're they're nine months different in age. But they would still be. I see. Uh, they could go to college yeah, the same year. Right, they, right, right. They right, all right. that. Yep, yeah, yeah. All right, you got me on and, that. You got. Anyway, I wasn't wasn't much for getting. Anyway, I'm happy that the, the the focus has shifted away from basketball to something else. <laughs> to yeah. tw- twins and professional wrestling only on the sports phone. All right, carry hey. on, gentlemen. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Uh, yeah, nothing else with that that story though. It's a quick one, quick quick story, just a little follow up to the wrestling talk from from last week. I've gotten my share of wrestling talk out, Jim. I'll, I don't need that until I go to live wrestling again, whenever it comes back to Portland. Then uh, then I'll force you to have a conversation with me about it again. I think we get more. Um, I think you get more calls about um, identical twins in professional wrestling, and then we get talking about the Warriors and the Lakers. Oh, absolutely. That's a better topic. Uh, 707-895-2448. Got about 10 minutes left here on the show. Give us a call if there's anything you want to talk about. 707-895-2448. That is the number to call if you want to talk about sports here on the sports phone. Uh, Jim, about 10 minutes. I think it's enough time to get into a little conversation about gambling, which I would love to do if we don't have a call. No, no, no calls right now. I'm going to take them. Um, you're welcome to interrupt with a call anytime. No, th- yeah. this one brought in so many questions when you brought it up for me. Yeah, this this is a, a story that I don't know. I, I get I get annoyed whenever this 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 comes up uh, for some for, for reasons. But again, this is a little bit of an older story. This is about a week old. Uh, last week, five NFL players were suspended. Uh, three of them for at least one year. Uh, the other two for six games for violating the NFL's gambling policies. Essentially, they bet on football. Uh, and that is the, the the story, right? The other part of the story, in my opinion, even though this happened two years ago, was, and this is why I, I like talking about this, two years ago, the NFL announced a estimated $1 billion partnership with Caesar Sportsbook, DraftKings, and FanDuel, which are and DraftKings and FanDuel are two of the biggest like online betting markets. Right. Uh, the deal was set to earn the league about a billion dollars, like I said. And whenever I see these news stories about NFL players getting in trouble for gambling on football, and this happened with Calvin Ridley last year, who was suspended indefinitely for for betting on on NFL games, I understand the concerns and the reasons that players are not allowed to gamble on sports. I understand the argument, but it still is really hard for my brain to understand that while watching an NFL game where the league is actively marketing, Hey, bet on our sport. And they're making a billion dollars from contracts from it. So it's like, I feel like there's a, there's something there that just is, doesn't feel right to me. Uh, and I, I, I don't, 
I don't know how to resolve it. I don't know what there is that could be done. I don't think there is anything that will ever be done. But every time I see these news stories about NFL players getting in trouble for gambling on football, I think to the NFL having a $1 billion marketing deal with companies that are advertising to bet on football. And something about it just never sits right with me. Well, I I think you're, if you don't mind my cliche, drawing with a pretty wide brush here. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't think it's against the law. And and um, I asked you this before the show, and I think you agreed with me. I can't remember, but it wouldn't make sense. I mean, betting on sports is not illegal. It used to be, but no. it's not anymore. No. And so an NFL player, I'm sure, is allowed to bet on other sports besides their own. They are. We looked that up. They can bet on other professional <clears throat> sports. Right. Or, yeah, it's it's not a law that says they can't do it. It's in the NFL's like policies. It's right. an NFL policy that you can't bet on on the, that an NFL player cannot bet on an NFL game. Right. So so let let's just backtrack a little bit. I'm calling you out here, Jer. It you agree that an NFL player shouldn't be allowed to bet on an NFL game or not? No, I understand why there's rules that say that they can't. And, and, and I understand that the rules are specifically in place, I would imagine, because NFL players could have information that other people don't. And I think the more the larger concern is the concern that players would throw games or lose on purpose to to win bets. Right. I understand that concern, but I I I feel like at some level it's weird that the NFL is saying that, but at the same time, I am watching an NFL game with advertisements to bet on NFL games. Yeah, it's, it, it's just it's really weird to me that it's like gambling is a part of sports. I I don't know. Like it just it seems like there could be some sort of middle ground where yeah. NFL players could bet on NFL games if it was done through like some sort of intermediary or like some sort of third party that was that was in charge of it or something like that. I I just it, it's it's much larger for me. And as you said, like with the, I, I painting with a, bit, a a very wide brush or whatever whatever the phrase was, where like I don't there's something that rubs me the wrong way of the league punishing players for gambling on on the NFL while at the same time making a billion dollars off of advertising to gamble on football. Yeah, and I understand that the advertising is to fans; it's not to their players. But I, I, there's something about it that is never I've never been comfortable with. I guess I can sort of see, but you do understand the reason why you can't bet on football if you play football. A hundred percent. Well, I again, I, I understand. Yes, I understand why the rules exist. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago when the world got down on Michael Jordan for for gambling on a on a golf match that he was playing. <clears throat> he, right, but that that was that's different because that, that wasn't his sport. But right, right. But but I'm I'm just saying it wasn't his sport. But what I'm saying is it wasn't that long ago that all gambling um, on sports was bad. Or, or just get Michael was a bad guy because he gambled. Sure. 
He, I mean, it, it, and yeah. we don't think anything of it now. These NFL guys could could bet on basketball if they wanted to. They could bet on golf if they wanted. They just can't bet on on uh, football. Hello, call. You're on the air. So where does it go after the players? Do the refs get to bet also then? And then the coaches? I mean, if the referees, if they're going to watch the players get millions, you know, refs don't make that much. They're doing a lot of work out there. Maybe they should bet too. Also, just a comment. Can refs? No, and, and, and that's the concern, right? Like that is 100% the concern, and I get it, that, that it's like you're opening the door for like a lot of sketchy situations but it's it's so much bigger to me for some reason. It's just like I feel like it, there's a way it could be done. I don't know what it is. I don't know how you would do it. But I just I feel like there's a way you could figure out a solution to this. And it just bothers me again from a very thousand foot in the sky view that the NFL makes money on betting partnerships, but then punishes their players gambling on that caller yeah that caller asked a quick question jared but it actually a little deeper than that who else can't bet can the trainer can the guy that uh i would imagine if you are employed by an nfl team you're not allowed to gamble on a sport uh, on nfl games but i don't i don't know i i I don't know if that's the case and obviously not refs huh yeah Hmm. i i don't i don't know specifically though but i imagine if yeah, okay, I did a quick look. No NFL personnel personnel is allowed to bet on NFL games. And that would include referees. A quick question. How many how many people are work for an NFL team? We got someone here. Want to give them 30 seconds, Chair? Uh, it's totally up to you. You got 30 seconds. Start talking. All right. Gambling is a function of human nature. Humans always want to get something. They want to get more than they put in. That's the fundamental principle of gambling. Anytime people do that, corruption will follow. People try and tilt things in their favor. That is the fundamental characteristic of human nature. Therefore, you have to be really careful with the idea of, oh, it's not fair for them not to be able to gamble when we know what humans do. Therefore, we can't have the players, just like you can't have the horses gamble on horse races. Ten seconds. Thanks for the call. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's about three thousand employees, like NFL personnel. An NFL team has three thousand employees. No, no, no. All across the league. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, okay. not, 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 not per team. Not per team. All right, Jared, sign off. All right, we're gonna wrap it up. We'll be back next week. It'll be our first May episode of the Sports Phone. Looking forward to that. For March, April, May. Yeah, should be a good time. We'll talk to everybody next week. Thanks, everybody. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.